shot towards the end zone under the Bearcat Blitz, welcome in everybody. We are your source for all things Bearcats football, looking at the Oklahoma State matchup this week. I'm your host, Russ Heltman, joined as always by my co-host, Dominic Goodman. And to start the show, as we have uh, graciously from the UC Athletics Department almost each and every week this season, we have another UC player joining the fold, Jack Dingle, a Bearcat legacy. His brother, Jacob, obviously played for the program for a long time. And he is now making his mark on the UC side of things as a linebacker with the team starting and playing a a, a top 10 level of snaps on the defense so far this year. So we'll check in with Jack in just a moment. But before I get to the read, Dom, how you doing, man? Welcome in. We're here for another episode of Bearcat Blitz as UC tries to avoid the longest losing streak this century. Bearcats fans hoping for a break of that L streak in Stillwater. I'm doing good. Um, shoot, we just finished up our uh, high school season. Uh, didn't nice. end well. We didn't make the postseason, but uh, kids got better, uh, improved each week. Uh, we're a young team, so I'm happy, looking forward for next year. And I'm uh, just more anxious to see what happens this weekend with the Bearcats, man. Just hopefully we can pull something out, man. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what happens with UC in Stillwater, 8 p.m. kickoff. And you, of course, can wager on it with Bet Online. It's a Texas showdown in the postseason on the baseball side of things. And Bet Online is your number one source for all your baseball wagering info with up to minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. We have everything you need to stay up to speed on each LCS all the way through to the World Series with Arizona and Texas facing off in that seven-game slate. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-B, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And we can now welcome on Jack Dingle to the show. Jack, thank you so much for taking the time this week. I know you guys are busy getting ready to prep for the night matchup against Oklahoma State. Just to start things off, man, you're you're a starter this year. You obviously uh, played on special teams last year, but you're really thrown into the fold. How do you feel comfortability-wise in your role and in, in the middle of that defense and, and just overall your thoughts on first seven games as a starter? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's been – it was tough at the beginning of the year, obviously. I mean – uh, going out there on my first start, but then uh, as the year has progressed, uh, it's definitely gotten a lot easier. I'm a lot more confident now, and uh, I, I learned. I love, I've learned a bunch, um, and I'm just can't wait to. I'm just ready to get better and better each week. So do you feel playing alongside of some uh, veteran guys that played last year, and some guys on the D line, and some guys that from the transfer portal? Uh, do you think that kind of helped you out, ease your way in uh, playing this year? Oh yeah, for sure. They uh, they pushed me to be my best. They know I'm a young guy still, and I haven't played that haven't played that much ball. And uh, yeah, they they're always out there, either yelling at me or just giving giving me some pointers, uh, just to, to giving my confidence to to play well and stuff. And yeah, speaking with UC linebacker Jack Dingle here on Bearcat Blitz. I'm your host Russ Heltman. He's your co-host. Dominic Goodman. So you redshirt in 2021, 
backup middle linebacker last year and make the natural progression into that starting role this year and showing off the speed a lot of times, run fitting very well. What do you feel like is the most natural thing for you playing linebacker and something that you're maybe not as natural feeling and, and something that you're really working on uh, throughout your career and right now? Um, the most natural thing. I mean, I, I played nickel in high school. I mean, I was never, okay. I was never really a middle linebacker. Uh, so I had to learn a lot watching, I mean, Joel DeBlanco and Ivan Pace. I just, I just see what it was all about and stuff. And uh, um, I think I'm pretty good in coverage because of that, that aspect. But I had to learn how to read pulling guards and all that stuff. It took a while. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's got a lot better. Like, it's like the, the re- reading offensive linemen, that's like the hardest thing as opposed to reading receivers and, and what they're, they're yeah. doing on the, oh, the yeah. top of their yeah, routes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's just a different aspect of the game. You got to learn and uh, reading reading the O line and the path of the back and all that stuff. It's it's, it's a little different. With um, what they did with the coaching change with defensive coordinators was the system uh, kind of similar or was it different verbiage or like what was your any like was it difficult or any of that? Uh, yeah, it, it, it was difficult. Yeah, it's it's all it's a lot different. It's a uh, Two different defenses, type of defenses, and uh, I had to learn. I'd a, it was a big change for me. And uh, but the middle, the middle linebacker aspect, of it, it wasn't, it wasn't that much different. But the, the verbiage was definitely a lot, a lot different than the last coaching staff. Jack, you obviously have have your who, who was it? Who um, your father, Nate Dingle, played at the, on the team from 1990 to 1993. Standout defensive lineman. Obviously, your brother Jacob. Um, I know you guys wanted to get another year together. On the team this year, he unfortunately uh, had to medically retire uh, in the offseason. But overall, just the family aspect of Bearcat football, the legacy aspect, how much did that weigh a factor for you? And how much was it just UC has everything I'm looking for in the family aspect and the legacy aspect? It's just a nice cherry on top. No, oh, it was a it was a huge aspect of me coming here. I mean, I had to, okay. I had to continue a legacy, how to see what it's all about and uh it, it's going to be very hard for me to leave here in the end when my career is over, if I go into the league. But uh, it was definitely a big factor. And um, just, to see, just to see my dad play here. Well, I didn't see him play here, but he always shows me highlights and stuff. And, and it, was, it, it was just like it was just a second home to me, always. He's come here as a kid. And uh, I've always been a big fan. It was my dream to play here. Yeah, because you're based from out of Louisville, Trinity High School. But you, yes, I'm sure. I mean, were you? How many games did you? How many games a season do you think you roughly came up for uh, each year in your childhood? Uh, my childhood, probably like at least three to five, maybe every nice. year. Yes, nice. yeah, it was. It was always a good time coming up here. Yeah. Oh shoot, we got something in common because my dad played here back in uh, played at UC yes, back sir. in. So, uh, so I just know for us that that decision making when you once you committed to UC and everything, um, especially coming up so much. What would you say far as like what was the what was the thing that you was more excited for once you came to UC and made, was on the team? Uh, just just the just the campus of it and uh, the fans. The fans were great, and uh, I saw the student section. I was like, oh, this is home, and uh, I was going to catwalk for my brother. When I had a bye week in high school, I just come up here and see that. Like, oh, I, I have to come here. I love this place. Yeah, definitely a second home for me. Jack, obviously the the de- the defense has been solid in run defense so far this year. One of the better run defenses in the country, and it's kind of the opposite story in pass coverage, or mm-hmm. for the most part across the board defensively. How do you 
How do you guys feel like the progression is coming along in that sense, that the defending of explosive plays is coming along? And how much of a role do you feel like the linebackers can can aid in that that goal of slowing down those explosives, getting it at least below the four and a half to five, 15 plus yep. pass yard plays you guys are allowing per game. I mean, that's, that's obviously what we've been working on in practice. And uh, we're, we're, we're definitely getting better at it. Um, we got to find ways how we can stop the, the passing game and uh, the linebacker. We just, how much of a role can we, how can we help those DBs out in the mm-hmm. back end? What, what can we do? And uh, we've been, we've been definitely pro- progressing that in practice and uh, it's been going really well. Do you guys feel like this is a matchup coming up against Oklahoma State that you guys could really shine in when you think about the fact that the Cowboys have a premier running back, Ollie Gordon, arguably the best high-volume ball carrier in the country this season. He leads all all ball carriers in yards per carry in the country with 150-plus carries minimum. That aspect of their offense being so strong and the passing game not being as strong, do you guys feel like this could be a chance for the defense to really help drive a a streak-breaking win? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's their run game versus our defensive run game. It's it's going to be a matchup. I mean, that that man can play now. He can he can he can freaking play, and uh, we're ready for it. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a good matchup. I mean, they're they're still obviously going to try to throw the ball. They're going to mix it up a little bit. Um, but uh, it's it's going to be a good matchup for sure. Is he is Ollie Gordon? Is he a guy that just stands out special on tape, oh, just with his size, yes. the way he runs? Is, is he a comp? Is, can you compare him to any player you faced so far in the past? Not, what, no, not yeah. This 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 will be the best back we'll we'll face probably so far. Um, he he's just great at fi- finding the holes. We have to be very gap sound, and uh, yeah, he's he's a smart he's a smart football player. So just going into it for us, like, what's your, like, with everything going on right now, like, for us, how's the locker room feel right now? Uh, it, It's gotten better. We're, everybody's maturing a lot more. Uh, we're, we're, we're staying together, which is the good part, which is what I like to see. Um, We're all we're all staying positive. We're just we're just going week by week. we got to be 1-0 this week. It's our new mentality uh, every week. Just 1-0 uh, this week. we got to win today, win every day. Um, So we just have to go out there and have a good practice today. That's all we're worried about right now. Continuing our conversation here on Bearcat Blitz with UC linebacker Jack Dingle. Bearcats taking on Oklahoma State this Saturday night in Stillwater. I'm your host of Bearcat Blitz, Russ Heltman. Joined by my co-host, of course, each and every week, twice a week, Dominic Goodman, former UC wide receiver. So, Jack, I mean, you're tied for second on the team in tackles, right up there in tackles for loss, three and a half on the season. You played the sixth most snaps on the defense so far uh, from what I've seen on Pro Football Focus. And that's like, I mean, you played over 300 more snaps than you played on defense in your in your, <laughs> year, your freshman year. So the body, the fatigue, oh, the yeah. stamina, how does that feel seven games in and your first year as a starter? Oh, well, first of all, like playing my first game out there, playing a full game, I was like freaking after the game, I was like, holy crap, this is, this is what it feels like. I was like, oh, my, <laughs> I was dying. But I've, got, I've gotten used to it for sure. But, yeah, it's it's def- definitely taking a toll on my body. But I just got to just gotta keep pushing and uh, just – just keep going. I mean, it's that's something that like you that you hear from the veterans, like you hear from Joel, you hear from Ivan. They kind of tell oh, you yeah. that it's different, but you don't really kind of you can't really prepare and keep building <laughs> off that preparation until you experience it once. Oh yeah, they, they would always come out like come uh, like to the locker room after the games. I'm like, dang, this that this that, and I'm like, no way. Like that's this in high school. It's a whole different level than. This year, I'm like, holy crap! I wake up Sunday morning. I'm like, oh my, I can't move. I can't get out of my bed. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
so, so like moving to a new conference, um, seeing um, is it is it is it a difference far as um, far as players or style play from the American Conference to the Big Twelve? It's it's not that much different, I would say. I mean, the, obviously the level of players it might be a little little better, but it's it's really not that much much of a big difference. I mean, everybody, it's all it's all D one football in the end, and uh, it's all it's yeah, it's not that much different. Real quick, playing with your brother, what was that experience like? And I mean, I'm sure you've been you've been, you guys have different years, obviously, but been playing football with him and and being a part of each other's journey for two almost two decades now on the field. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been awesome. I mean, I started out in high school, my sophomore year he was a senior. So when we yeah. actually really got to start started playing with each other. And uh he just he always kind of just led the way for me and uh always would tell me what it's all about and I've always looked up to him and uh he just always gave me like tips, just, just just what to get ready for, especially especially in college. He was like, "It's gonna be, it's gonna be hard," and I was like, "No way!" And he, I got here, I was like, "Yeah, you were right." <laughs> there you go, Dom. You got anything else for Jack? Uh, just most of all, how's uh, how's how's my man Combs doing? How, how's he? Oh, yeah, he's awesome. He brings the energy every day. He's he's never never down. He he's always oh he's a he's a beast. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he always is like that high energy motivation. Oh, he make you run through a brick wall if you need to. You oh, know? yeah, that's exactly all that coffee <laughs> makes you want to run through a brick wall. That's for sure. Yeah, Jack, your third year now living in Clifton, living in Cincinnati. What's as a guy from Louisville? You obviously had a lot of exposure to Cincinnati growing up. But what's your favorite part about living in the city, being a Cincinnati, and now that you've been here for three plus years? Uh, just the city life of it all. I mean, the people are great. Um, there's, there's nice areas around here just to hang out and uh yeah it's just been awesome especially around campus this campus is awesome with the especially with the fans it's it's a it's a family as a city it, it's it's pretty awesome there you go jack dingle everybody you see linebacker jack thank you so much for the time this week man thank we you. know you guys are all busy and uh, good luck and stillwater saturday night bright lights 8 p.m kickoff should be a lot of fun to watch for yes, the landscape appreciate you thank you Awesome stuff there from Jack Dingle. He was great, man. I love, I love the honesty. I love the honesty. Like we sometimes you get the the kind of canned answers a little bit, but he's honest, man. He's like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough playing, playing fifty snaps a game, forty five snaps a game. I mean, it's it, and that was something that I heard from Gavin Gerhardt as well at the beginning of the season when I interviewed him, Dom, where he's just like, yeah, the biggest thing I, I realized and learned in my first year starting was the the recovery the preparation you have to put into that was that kind of similar for you dom where you had to put in that much more hours that many more hours in the training room once you became a starter oh yeah of course because you know you're going against um elite elite um, talent so guys live just like you guys big just like you so it's equivalent to a car crash so you're getting hit every time especially playing middle linebacker right every play you hitting something so at some point, you're going to have to take care of your body. You're going to feel it when you wake up in the morning. But the most important part of it, I will say, is ice and cold tub and icy hot. Well, Tiger Bomb is your best friend. Tiger Bomb. So, uh, it's just that, keeping that same routine and a regimen to just keep your body going. It's, um, it's a process, man, but it's worth, it's well worth it. That it is. That it is. Yeah. And it's, and it, I mean, it's, it's, it's a process, like you mentioned, a process for Jack and his career. And I'm sure, I mean, next year he's going to be really ready to roll, loaded up and, and I'm sure playing even better, playing pretty solid with uh, getting thrown in the fire as a starter this year, but under first a full year in that system, 
on top of the speed he showcases, the talent that's there, I think I think there's a lot of great, great things still to come from Jack Dingle. And this UC Bearcats defense. He's Dominic Goodman. I'm Russ Elman. Take a quick break here on Bearcat Blitz. And it's time to see if UC can avoid a sixth straight loss, which would be the longest streak of L's for this program since the 1998 season. Back at it again, Dom. We'll see if we can figure out what's going to happen in Saturday's contest. I have not picked the Bearcats to lose since they proved me wrong and beat Pittsburgh for their last win about five, six weeks ago. And we'll see if I pick them to pull the upset as seven and a half point favorite or seven and a half point underdogs, excuse me, against the Oklahoma State Sooners. It should be a big time matchup for a school in Oklahoma State that's won three games in a row. Like I mentioned, they have one of the best running backs in the entire country. I mean, Ollie Gordon, Ollie Gordon the third is an absolute monster. When you look at what he's produced so far this year, Dom, behind not great blocking at that, like the highest graded players on the Oklahoma State offense are almost entirely running backs. And Ollie Gordon leads the way there with an 80 plus grade. He's got 108, 16 carries, excuse me. So I was a little mistaken. 100 players with over 110 carries or more in the minimum. He has the highest yards per carry among them. 816 yards on 116 carries, eight rushing touchdowns. That's top 20 in the nation. I mean, any way you slice it, this guy is bruising people all up and down the field. Six foot one, 211 pounds. I mean, he looks he looks almost like Derrick Henry light version out there, just rolling through guys. The blocking hasn't been great this year, Dom, and it hasn't mattered. Ollie Gordon is busting through tackles. He's making defenders miss left and right. And that's the top thing to stop for this UC defense and it matches up very well for them, Dom, in this game. When you think about Oklahoma State quarterback Alan Bowman being under 60% completion so far this year, under 6.6 .6 yards per attempt, this is not an explosive passing game, to say the least. They're, they're kind of middle of the pack to the back end in those kind of metrics. So this could be an opportunity with another week of practice, with another week in this system, for the pass defense to start to show up with a pair of cornerbacks and Jordan Young and Justin Harris who are rated outside the top 300 quarterbacks graded by pro football focus in the entire country. It's been that bad from the starting unit so far this year on the outside of the pass coverage. And that's where this kind of goes for me, Dom. If Alan Bowman can be held at bay, if he can be kept from creating explosives in this game, then I think the Bearcats can key in on even more with Ollie Gordon, the third or Ollie, or Ollie Gordon, the second, one of those two, I forget. I don't have the name in front of me right now, but Ollie Gordon, the, the man, that's what he is. And maybe you can grind out a win as a seven and a half point underdog. That's the key for me on defense. And then offensively, Dom, Emory Jones. Emory Jones. This is the football mea culpa for him. This is this is where, as a six-year senior, as a veteran player, as the leader of this team, you got to put up your first good performance since week one. I don't, and I would argue that doesn't count for me. Beating, playing well against EKU, that's not impressive. That doesn't count as a six-year player. He has not played well this year. He has not graded outside of 67 or better this season in a game. And that checks out with what you and I have seen, Dom. He's going up against a secondary that can be had. They are headlined by redshirt freshman Cameron Epps. He's got multiple interceptions this year, multiple pass breakups. 
and is allowing just a 92 quarterback rating, NFL quarterback rating this season. But when you think about the rest of that coverage unit, I'm looking at guys that can be taken for deep plays in the back end. When I look at these safeties that are allowing 134.9 NFL passer rating and 122.5 NFL passer rating, over 550 yards of passing put down on these two safeties in the back end for the Oklahoma State defense, the two highest snap getters and guys in Trey Rucker and Kendall Daniels. Emory Jones and this wide receiver core, for that matter, as well, which hasn't helped Emory Jones very much with separation, they have to show up in this game and they have to show something for UC to pull the upset. If we keep getting the same old, same old passing games from Emory Jones, I'm afraid it's going to be too too little offensively for the Bearcats to pull an upset. Dom, the floor is yours. What do you think? I don't think def- def- defensively, uh, the Bearcats, like you said, they got to just stop the run. They can contain the run, um, stop explosive plays. Um, I think they they'll be doing fine. Um, but you know, Oklahoma State gonna take their shots. You know, everybody else is gonna take their shots. So, you know, it just depends. You gotta if we stop the explosive plays in the pass game, uh, I think we'd be fine. But um, we've been talking about that for many weeks, right? So. You know, um, teams is like game plan. We got to take a leash, you know, on that offensive coordinator's play sheet. We got, we're going to take 10 shots this whole game. We're right. Gonna take 10. So, fish on the line, Dom. Fish are on the line. Fish on the line. Because I know when I see the matchup, I'm like, listen, we're running six goals and we're going to get at least three of them. So, that's right, right there. So, if they just stop that right there, think they'd be fine because they stop that run game, slow it down. Um, and plus the way the box is playing for the defense, hats all around, I think they'd I think they be fine. And I think this is a defensive game for us right now. Uh, defense is going to win this game. Uh, offensively, whoo, you know, struggles. I mean, Emory, Emory Jones is who he is, is what he is, is, is what it is. You know, you just got to live with it. So I think they just continue with the same game plan they have each week, depending on the run game for more success with the play actions, for taking deep shots. Um, I think they'll be able to move the ball, make plays. Uh, I think it's going to be a game where they're going to have to really rely on the run mm-hmm. and not so much in the air. Take your shots in the air, just like everybody else. Right. It's like. Shots. Can can the, the receivers they created separation? D Wiggins did a couple weeks ago on that deep shot to Iowa State, but you got like this is a defense that is hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging just down to down big play opportunities. They're 92nd nationally in pass in uh in pass defense EPA per play allowed. I mean, they're allowing big plays consistently. And when you think about the run game as well, not very good there either. I mean, they're excuse me, they're 92nd in rush defense EPA and 76th in drop back EPA. So I mean, they're in the back half of the country in both metrics there in terms of down to down the explosive plays you can expect to see uh, from an opposing offense going up against Oklahoma State. And it's just you see, can you figure out a way defensively to get not give up big plays? They're 91st. The Oklahoma State Cowboys are in EPA per pass play 13th nationally in EPA per rush play. They get their explosives with Ollie Gordon and they haven't been getting many explosives with Alan Bowman this year. I think it sets up well for the Bearcats to maybe keep it close, but they got to prove it to me. 32-23 Oklahoma State. That's what I got in this game, Dom. I think the atmosphere plays a role here. The win streak plays a role here. 
Mike Gundy gets the group going a little bit more and the explosives continue. Alan Bowman hits an uncharacteristic three or four big plays and the Bearcats give up too many big plays once again to get the win. What do you think, Dom? Oh, man. I don't like going against my Bearcats, man. It hurts me even even they even speak that right now. But you I know. know. I, I, I'm Bearcat till I die. So I'm, <laughs> I'm always going to go with them. I don't care anybody say. Bearcats against the world. So you see if they do everything they need to do, defensively stop the run, offensively capitalize on third downs and fourth downs. I got UC pulling it off 28-23. All right. Dom rolling with the Bearcats. For Dominic Goodman, I'm Russ Elman. This has been Bearcat Blitz presented by Bet Online. Enjoy the college football weekend, everybody. Again, busts free. Jerome Ford down the sideline. Foot race. House call. Touchdown. 70.